Justin Thielen from Jane Harrisburger on the fish bowl. Welcome. Thank you for uh, taking the time to swim in the bowl with me. Uh, let's talk about uh, some of your upcoming films. Well, what we have, what we've actually made is the barn, and we just recently have finished kind of working on the Blu-ray that's about for uh, 1031, which is a joint venture with Rocky Gray. It's an anthology with a bunch of different filmmakers. And now we're working on uh, a new anthology called Cryptids, which is sort of in the same vein as uh, with George Nori and uh, that guy's name, uh, Art Bell. They had the uh, radio show, Paranormal Radio Show. So the movie's based on a guy that's sort of like that, had the Paranormal Radio Show. And on this particular night, he's talking about cryptozoology like Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. Right? So every caller that's calling in is a different monster story. We've got directors from all across the United States. We have Texas, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, uh, Virginia. So we got like a bunch of guys involved. It should be pretty fun. We're really excited about that because we, we try to chalk it full of monsters. Awesome, awesome. Are you guys local? Yeah, actually, I am from Claysville, which is about 10 minutes away from Washington, where we are now. Okay. And Jane's up by Cranberry, West Virginia. Okay, awesome. I'm actually from uh, Squirrel Hill area. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you, what, on a side note, uh, what are some of your guys' favorite films? Well, uh, my favorite horror film, I have to say, is Night of the Demons. Um, That's a great movie. That's, uh, you know, that's, there's so many, I, it's hard to like pick a favorite, but I love Night of the Demons, Night of the Creeps, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, it's one of the films that, uh, it's my overall favorite film I've watched over at least once. So, uh, great um, movie. <laughs> yeah. Great so, movie. And I know Zane, Zane's hardcore into like but like him, like Night of the Demons is one of my favorite. My favorite's probably Evil Dead, but I love Fright Night, Return of Living Dead, like all those, all the classics. But I like those weird ones, like Spookies and Neon Maniacs and stuff like that too. Awesome, awesome. Any uh, Romero fans? Oh yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Creepshow. I mean, that's people probably shoot. I think that's honestly his best movie. Yeah. Creepshow. You know, I, I I'd have to agree. Creepshow is um, fantastic. I, I I think that you know there's something special about Creepshow. Yeah. That, it's original. Uh, it's, it's, an original it's original. Um, I just heard that Greg Nicotero actually is making that into a TV yeah, series, um, and which I'm really excited about. Uh, and uh, funny, funny little uh, story here um, on Romero. Uh, I have Romero's desk. Oh wow! Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, my uh, my mom went to a not very well publicized estate sale a couple years ago, and it was just seeing Romero. Like right after she and her and George got divorced, and um, she managed to get me the desk uh, to strip to Land of the Dead, Monkey Shines, Browsers, um, a few action figures, and okay. some posters and books. Wow, and stuff. all from that estate sale. All from that estate sale. Oh. And I actually just did an interview with uh, Michael Gornick. Yeah. And uh, I found out something about the desk that I wasn't aware of, uh, which kind of adds like a whole nother like aura element to it. I found out from talking with Michael that um, in the early 80s, uh, Stephen King was driving from somewhere to somewhere, and he had about an hour to stop in Pittsburgh. And it turns out that the story that he started writing on that desk turned out to be it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And uh, I went, the, my mom got me the desk for, uh, right before I started Point Park for screenwriting. So I like to say that I'm literally 
writing my screenplays on the desk that, you know, Ramiro, you know, wrote a lot of his movies and Stephen King started yeah. writing it. So That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Little lots of aura <laughs> yeah, <laughs> running yeah, yeah. through that sure. desk. Um, but yeah, I have to say Creepshow is is you know, they, they they've never quite done something like as original. I've always loved the anthology stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's really where it's at. I mean, the shows, the the movies, like the Twilight Zone things are, I mean, my, my teacher actually said to, to us in our writing classes that if you want to study master storytelling, watch the Twilight Zone. And uh, it's kind of like, if you think about it, it's like 20 to 25 minute scripts that are self-contained stories that on for five plus seasons and um, they're all like original stories and I think that that type of stuff needs to be brought back more and I think we're starting to go to that route uh, but it'd be it'd be nice to to get that like full on back with anthology stuff but uh, Night of the Demons that's also yeah. uh, did you see they're releasing a, uh, a figure Oh, I, I, I pre-ordered yeah, pre yeah. it. Yeah. As soon as Queen uh, yeah. came back and cleared it up, I, I pre-ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to. And that's also like a, a trilogy that I, I like all of them. Oh, yeah, so I. Like, you, like don't, you don't like three, do you? I'm not a big fan of three. Yeah, I, like, two, I, I like three better than four. But yeah. I, know, I just, there's something about, I like. I, like I actually thought the remake was a piece. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know it was okay. Uh, I, I like Shannon Elizabeth, but. Yeah. I'll still, I'll still uh, take three over the remake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I like all of it, so I'm glad to see. And then they're actually just they're starting a new um, documentary on it called uh, what is it, Hell of a Party or something like Hell that? Hell of a Party, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's all about the demon movies. So oh, that's awesome. I know they're shooting it right now with Kevin Finley. Two hours long, I believe it's going to be. Something, yeah. I know Linnea. Yeah. They're, they're going to interview everybody with the pit bull. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. It's the same people that are doing the, the uh, You're So Cool booster. Right, yeah, right. The same people in uh, Legend of Traffic of Elsie. They've been doing a bunch of yeah. So it'll probably yeah. take another year or two before it's out. So right. I'll watch it. Fingers crossed uh, I get Tom Lee Wallace on the show. <laughs> um, I just emailed his rep. He got back to me and said, we're going to check out your show and be in touch. Oh, wow. So, uh, you know, I'm friends with him on Facebook now. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers yeah, crossed. Definitely. You know, well, on, on Return of the Living Dead, uh, I have to promote this real quick. Uh, my next interview that's going to be posted on the Fishbowl's page is you can catch my show, The Fishbowl, on YouTube or The Fishbowl 88 on SoundCloud uh, is with Tom Matthews. Oh, yeah. Uh, great dude. Great dude. Yeah. Great yeah. dude. I had the pleasure of talking with him and meeting him a couple Horror Realm cons ago and uh, where I've met you guys before. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have to say, the barn, whoa. Oh, that is, that is I, I love the nostalgia. I really like what you guys did with that. Thank you. you know, and I just kind of have to throw this out there. Uh, I have, you know, background in screenwriting and viewing and stuff. So if you guys are ever working on any projects, please think of me. Yeah, I'd I love will. to come on set and yeah. PA or whatever. That'd be great. Awesome, awesome. Uh, any other upcoming projects? Um, well, I mean, it's not set in stone, but this September I'm launching it. 
an all or nothing. If it's successful, we will move forward next summer into the Bonnie Part 2. Uh, but that's, that's if it's successful. If, we don't know. if it doesn't reach its goal, it's not happening. Um, the first movie was such a risk financially, I, and it paid off. Um, I just I can't go there again. You know right, what I mean? Right. I got that out of my system. I would right. love to revisit it and tell the next chapter, but I just I need to make sure the funds are there in advance. Right, so right. That's um that's the kind of like the what if project that's after Cryptids when we're wrapped up. Um, but recently we started Scream Team releasing, and it's kind of um basically what I'm doing with other indie filmmakers is I know a lot of filmmakers have a hard time either um, self promoting, self selling their you know self self distributing their own content. So it's a a lot of business side to it, a lot of work, you know. It definitely is. Um, or they sell their stuff and they never see a penny, and you know it's the same story I've heard. That's why I didn't sell the barn to anybody. I didn't want to be stuck in that situation where I was, you know, so excited that somebody put my movie on a store shelf, but then they they, they ran off with all the profit, you know. Um, right. So we started Scream Team because everybody kept asking me how the barn was being so successful selling and all that. So it started out selling 1031 for Rocky, and then after that we picked up. Um, Sleeper. That's a, a film that came out in 2012, like a retro-style film. It's actually my, one of my favorite indie horror films. It inspired me to make The Barn the way that I was. I was, I was kind of on the fence if I was going to make The Barn a modern-day monster movie or an 80s. And when I saw The Sleeper, I was like, well, if this guy found an audience for it, then I'm going to do what I want to do, you know, because, you know, I, everybody kept saying, don't make an 80s slasher film. There's no, nobody's going to buy it. So y- they were wrong. Um, <laughs> but I, I thank The Sleeper for that. And then, um... So I got a hold of the, the guy who made the sleeper, Justin Russell, and it had been out of print for a few years. And I asked him, I said, you know, have you got the rights back or anything? And he said, actually, I never sold the rights. I just did the self-history to myself, and I'm not a business person. So when I sold out of those 2,000 or 2,500 copies, he's like, I just I didn't want to do it again. And that was it. So I said, I'm starting this thing called Scream Team. I'd like to, you know, I, I would love to bring the, the sleeper back in a Blu-ray format and let bring it to the audience that's out there for it that you never found. So that's what we're doing now, and that's that went really well. It's been out for about a month, and uh, you know we're 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 good with that as far as sales. We we broke even on the cost. Now I'm actually cutting checks and sending them out to Justin, so he's getting paid. And same thing with 1031. And we have a bunch of films coming out um, starting next month. Two two next month. Two in October or September. One in October. And then two more by the end of the year. So there's like seven more titles we're putting out by all, all different filmmakers across the United States. And uh, my goal is, is to finally um, be the distro for filmmakers where they can you know, trust the distro and make money. So at least with the last two films I put out, they've got paid every month. Um, and that's my goal for the next, you know, the next seven. So we'll see. You know, uh, hopefully it's, it's not financially crippling for me because I'm spending a lot of money putting these movies out to these filmmakers and getting everything pressed and, you know, mm-hmm. marketing and all that, but uh, that's that's really what I've been spending most of my time. It, it's consumed my entire life. It's my full-time job now, and uh, it, it's paying the bills. I mean, I'm not living, <laughs> you know, I'm not living, like, uh, you know, an awesome, awesome life if I had, like, a really high, high-end job, but I'm getting by, you know, and I'm enjoying my life, so. Uh, so that's, that's really what it is right now, and I like coming to the shows like this because I get to meet filmmakers and talk to them and hear their stories and, um, you know, and give them advice. I, I talked to probably three people in there that were asking me advice about signing with distros, and I just, I'm honest, I'm, I'm honest with them. If you can do it yourself, do it yourself. If you can't and you don't feel confident, then really, really research these companies because anybody will take your movie if they think they can make a buck off of it, and they don't, they don't give a shit about sending you a, a check, you know? Right, And I've right. heard that story with everyone. It, it, it's so disheartening when you know somebody put 
they took a loan out to make a movie and they put the, the, all their time and effort into it and they used all they pulled all their savers in from all their friends and family to make this movie and then they give it away and and then basically they just turn around after they've lost their movie and somebody else has made the money and they're just like I don't even want to make movies anymore because they're so jaded so I'm hoping that changes just just because they want to see it in Walmart which you know right. that's pretty much one of the way like either you want to see your movie in Walmart or you want to make money that's basically the two <laughs> right. choices you have yeah retail is kind of like the death of it's good for them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the distributor and uh, the people above the distributor, but for the actual filmmaker, it, that's the trade-off. You either want it on the shelf so you look cool, or you want it, you know, you got to hustle it and sell it yourself. So that's the way it works. Right. Yeah, that's, that sucks, but that's that's really the I, I, the truth I, behind it. I have to say that like it's really great to hear that like that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm like one of those the people you're talking about. You know, I just. Um, just got published on Amazon with a script I, I made for the finalist of oh, a cool. uh, horror uh, screenwriting competition, and um, now I'm like in the boat of like I own the rights to the property, you know, and I'm getting paid essentially from people who buy the script on Amazon. Mm -hmm. But like the long-term goal is to get that movie, exactly. You know, and you know, I, like I want to see. I want to see it come to fruition, mm -hmm. but I also want to like, you know, see profits from yeah, it yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, and it's it's like, how do you go about doing that when you're essentially like in the boat of trying to make it happen in general? Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah, and it, it's a tough. It's a, it's you know, I think anybody who does it right, you know, whether it's writing, right. or draw, you know, if you're if an actual artist, or you're a filmmaker, or you're an actor, it's you pick the line of uh, you know of work that is really hard. And and it's not like you know, everybody else has a, a regular day job and you know just paying the bills. And this is something you put a lot, a lot of time and effort into. So it's, it's like I said, it's very disheartening when you hear people do all this and then they, they get screwed over. So right. It kind of comes with passion. Yeah, it comes yeah. with man. And yeah. you know, and, and at the end of the day, I think everybody, if they could do what they love doing, would love to do it and make money from it. So, right. um, but there's just so many shady people in the industry, you know. And, but we'll see, man. But that's that's I'm glad to hear that, you know. I'm glad to hear that that's happening for you too. And I mean, it seems like there's been a huge change here in the last few years um, with like the independent movement. Yeah, like definitely. Independent artists, to you know, totally kind of just like taking over. And you're seeing a lot more stuff come out of the indie scene that people are digging than they are from the Hollywood movement. You know, Hollywood right. horror too. So yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see where next year takes us. You know, what's going on with that for sure. Awesome. Well, yeah. we are at a Gross Fest 2018 at the George Washington. Uh, hopefully we'll be here talking again next yeah, year. Yeah, hopefully. It's been a great show. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you guys for uh, taking the time to spin in the bowl with me. Um, I'm sure we'll definitely be in touch. Um, and uh, good luck with everything. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank awesome. You. Thanks, guys. Yep.